0: Hi, Jinx. The place where we overpromise and underdeliver. I am Joe, one of two people involved in this particular show. Joined today by Noah. Noah, the Cleveland Browns reportedly won a first-round pick in return for Baker Mayfield. What's a delusional desire that you have?
1: Well, uh, something on this level. I don't know if if I've ever had this this level of delusion, but you know, um, maybe maybe something like going out and trying to to trade my. 2005 Mazda for, you know, a brand new truck or something like that.
0: <laughs> that's pretty much what they're saying. Like, Hey, we got this beat up old Mazda car, but it was at one it point. It was new, really good. It was really cool. Remember we when paid we paid a were lot interested for it. in it 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Paid a lot for it. We It must be good. It's this stratospheric delusion uh, that the, the, the Browns are engaging in here. I, I mean, who are they kidding? I, I don't think. Baker has anywhere near that kind of value. You know, we saw Matt Ryan get traded for a three. Wentz got traded for like a couple threes, maybe something like that.
1: They're they They seem to have forgotten that the Washington football team already made their trade, and they're the only ones that – would have possibly sort of like
0: the Sacramento the Kings of the, uh,
1: yes. I was going to say NFL. the Kings don't, don't play in this league. They're in a different league. So they yeah. Can't, that's the problem. Or they would, they would, um, but they're trying yeah. to arrange them to buy like one of the other franchises. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he's going to go somewhere, but man, maybe the Browns really hold out and they don't get a first. They just bench him all year.
0: They got to, they got to move them for something.
1: Right. I mean, but it's just kind of a little
0: late in the game. Like the Watson trade happened later. We'll talk about that uh, in a bit here, you know, but they, you know, it's just kind of like, it's already over the chairs have already been rotated. Uh, You know, maybe Seattle,
1: maybe Seattle. I was going to say, I don't think Seattle would take him. I bet it's Carolina. Oh, Carolina would be like, Holy, Holy smokes. Are you serious? (laughs) Jansen, you know what we gave up for Sam Darnold? Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, let's let's play some hardball.
0: Let's play some hardballs. We'll give you two first, and nothing more.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll negotiate against themselves.
0: All right, my delusional desires are on that level. A perfect NCAA bracket would be would be incredible. That's basically what I feel like they're asking for for this first round pick. They're like, we know that there hasn't been a perfect bracket submitted to ESPN or CBS in twenty five years, but but maybe this is the year, but every year I'm like this, why, why not? Why couldn't this work? I'd settle for getting like the sweet 16. Perfect. I mean, is that so much to ask? And the second thing I would settle for is like a perfect NFL playoff pick streak. Mm. I feel like that's always within reach. It's only like 13 games or something. Yeah. So I don't know. One of these years I'm going to get hot. I'm going to pick against the spread. You know, you're going to pick every game against the spread correctly. That That's always a dream. It usually gets washed out by, like Saturday night of wild card weekend. But, uh, you, you know, that I just, it always feels like close enough. It's like the ring that's like
1: close enough. You know, you're like, maybe one day I can, I can get there. it's like a lottery ticket. It's like, you're telling me, I just have to guess six numbers. Get six <laughs> numbers? Yeah, that's a good one. That's not that many numbers. Yeah, come on. And what are the numbers like zero to hundred? I mean,
0: <laughs> this feels yeah, like 71. I if I do 10 of these, I'll get it. That's right. How many, how many combinations could there possibly be? I
1: don't know, like a trillion?
0: Oh yeah. You're like, I've got it. I've cracked the lottery. I'm just going to do every possible combination. Yeah. Like Why has really thought of this? Oh, it'd be like six times five times four times three. Yeah.
1: It's gotta be more of that. It's yeah. I don't know. It's some astronomical number. More than there are people on earth. I'm sure.
0: That's what the Browns are thinking right now. They're just like,
1: uh, we we can pick the lottery numbers. Come on,
0: come on. We were smart enough to pick Baker Mayfield first. Look how good that turned out. We traded, we cut
1: Odell. Look how good that worked out. Of course we're going to get this right. It's like they think that they're the only ones that know the truth about Baker. Like they they think it's some secret and they're (laughs) like burned all the footage. Yeah. They're like, everyone still thinks he's really good. He was the number one pick. Like if we just say first round pick, people will believe it. They, everyone thinks he's really good. still. First overall. First overall. No one's been watching the game. It's like, guys, everyone's, we all, like I knew he was bad. Like the fifth game of this last season. I started saying he's done. He's terrible. He's case Keenum. And they still started him all year, so it's like I think you guys are the, the last ones holding the bag here. Uh, everyone else saw that he was garbage.
0: It's Case Keenum. If Case Keenum was making thirty million a year, you know, it's a little bit different. You get Case Keenum you're like a bargain. You know, feel good about this, right? Uh, when you pay, when you pay overpay
1: for it, you're not not as psyched. What a mess! I mean, picturing him with the Panthers, God, Ugh, I just he's going to set some records, man.
0: Here's the narrative that comes out. Baker was hurt last year. Oh yeah. yeah. New system never gelled, you know, but he was in a perfect spot to succeed. Maybe he really was like badly injured. I I don't know about that. Right. But he was definitely hurt, but he he, wasn't
1: good before he was hurt.
0: He was in a perfect situation to succeed, like great offensive line, great running game. I mean, it really goes to Carolina all around him. Yeah. It's not going to be that good
1: when he goes somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why it's even more bizarre that the Browns be like, no, 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 no one knows he's not good. We'll get a first one. It's like, like, consensus was the Browns had a Super Bowl-worthy roster outside of the quarterback position. And that is so hard to do. How many teams can say that in a given season? It's like the the Broncos, except the Broncos just got Russell Wilson. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And like, uh, if you didn't succeed in that setup anyway. Yeah. I mean, good luck. Sorry, Carolina fans. Let's find out where is our
0: mind. want to go to the NCAA first round the tournament. The tournament is back. Feels great. And Jaden Ivey is my first takeaway. Holy shit. This guy looks incredible. I, I'm not a, a college sports guy overall. I'm definitely a pro sports uh, you know, Maven, but Jaden, i be like, Whoa, I got that. He just jumped off the page athletically. He hit a clutch three to win the game. He d- he did this spin move that was like, it looked like his body rotated like 360 degrees, but he ended up in the right direction. It was the athleticism just jumps off the chart. You got to see him play. I watched
1: some of that game against Texas, right? That yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. But I was only half paying attention. And I didn't realize, like, I didn't know any of the Purdue players. I didn't know to watch for a superstar. So admittedly, it wasn't until after that game and I saw you and others talking about him. that I was like, oh, I guess I should have paid attention to that. Is he supposed to be a, like a top three pick kind of guy?
0: Yeah, he's like slated like to go one to three, I would say. Yeah. He's slated to go one to three. The Auburn oh, guy who I, I haven't got to see play, but I'll check out some, I'll, I'll do like some YouTube scouting before the NBA draft. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have my, you know, a YouTube big board of sorts. Shout out to Spike from Wright's Ricky Sanchez, but Curtis, our dude on, on the pod last week, he, he calls Jaden Ivy like John Morant. So he's a different player than that. He's more of a wing in my opinion, but he's just got that like John Morant athleticism, you know, and probably leadership stuff too. So, He's awesome. That was my big takeaway. It's like I, I would probably take him first overall. I mean, he's he just looks off the charts. Um, it was just like watching someone, it was like almost like watching a college player against high school players or something like that. You know, that's kind of just what it looked like. Okay, like th- these are good basketball players, but this guy yeah. is really, really special. My second takeaway, Chet Holmgren, uh, Mr. Mystery Man. I, I don't know what to make this guy. You, you know, seven foot thin as rails. Uh, I would be scared to death to take him as, as a team. Having said that, like his plus minus numbers are historic. It's like Anthony Davis, uh, him, you know, he's in the top four, like of all time for plus minus. So he's obviously a good player. He does everything right. But man, he is so skinny. I, I just, it's like my brain is telling me it can work and I'm just looking at him and I'm like, I would be scared to death. He's just so, so thin. As he said, he's entering the draft. I mean, I he has to
1: be right. He's gonna he's gonna be like top three pick, top four pick. I didn't realize that because he's he's one of these examples, like you're saying that he has to put on weight, like he'll always be super thin, but on that frame, you know, he'll still look thin if he gains 30 pounds. He just won't look like, you know, like as bones. As, so it just feels like another year of maturing and putting on, even if it's 10, 15 pounds of muscle would help a lot. I mean, Kevin Durant is still super, super thin, but I guarantee he's put on, you know, some muscle since college. And uh, so, yeah, if he comes out Durant's this year, like pretty
0: I strong. You know, he, he doesn't he doesn't look it, but he actually is pretty strong.
1: He's but yeah, he, he's the other guy, I think, that has that same kind of build. And he was never as skinny as, as Chet Holmgren because, um, yeah, man, I, I remember Chet Holmgren had he was one of those guys that had uh, buzz on like YouTube in high school. I remember I don't know if it was clickbait or what, but somehow I ended up on a Chet Holmgren like highlight real um before he went to Gonzaga like a middle school Chet Holmgren (laughs) no it was high school (laughs) that would be awesome but it was very much like even in those videos I was wondering like is this guy for real like yeah he looks awesome but he also looks like a big skinny white guy and I don't there's not that many like dominant big skinny white guys so um so then he you know I see him at Gonzaga and he's still dominant I'm like oh this guy's like really something now you're saying he's going to be a top three pick like that's just wild
0: I just, as a, I'm a Sixers fan. And in 1993, going on the way back machine, like Sean Bradley was seven, six, he was this skinny. And everyone's like, he just got to put on some weight. The dude was eating like 3000 calorie shakes, like every day, multiple times a day. And just no weight was coming on. And he just, he got pushed around. It was just too much. You know, I'm not saying he had no ability. He still was able to block shots and stuff, but it's just yeah. a little hard to think of them like holding up. Having said that the best freshman box, uh, box score plus minus of all time right really? right here I'm going to give you the list number one Zion Williamson no, number two Anthony Davis number three Chet Holmgren <laughs> wow. number four Carl Anthony Towns five Evan Mobley six Lonzo Ball seven Joel Embiid I mean this is the company that he's in like plus minus wise. So he makes a difference on the court at the college level. There's no question. I mean, he's in really elite air here. Zion, Anthony Davis, you know I mean? These guys are, are NBA superstars. So like, could it be like, I mean, I would just be, I'd be so, I'd be so nervous to pick him. <laughs> like give me Jane Ivy. Jane Ivy looks like, amazing athletic i i could just totally see it working but maybe maybe chad hongren like has it he's got good vision he's got passing he blocks shots so like when he's on the court uh, he has the best minus. Plus, plus, plus. now it's a noisy stat because you got four other guys on the court with you yeah, and i was wondering about that it depends on the defense and who you're playing against but I mean over the course of an entire season, I mean it's kind of meaningful and and I guess just from a comparison standpoint, the other guys that do this are like Anthony Davis. Right. <laughs> you know, Zion, he he was that dominant this year. It doesn't I mean, it I mean Zion was crazy dominant. Well, Chet Hardaway is the anti Zion because Zion, I completely worry that his body is not going to hold up. <laughs> it's too big right. and too explosive. And with Chet, I'm like he's the anti Zion because I'm worried
1: that his body's not going to hold up for the exact opposite reasons, uh, so you know. Well, and he's definitely not going to play center in the NBA. I mean, is he? I guess a power forward, but I don't he's know. Still, man. it's like, whew. um, I see him more as a Durant. What is? What do they call Durant? Small forward? I think, yeah, Durant's the wing. Well, he he can defend like three or the three or the four, but yeah, I, I think Durant is a wing. Yeah, so I, it, that feels like. Which just saying that is crazy, but that feels like the comp for me is Durant well you think he's <laughs> it's gonna like, be Durant Durant was such a good shooter yeah players well he's 41% on threes I'm looking at him right now Ooh, okay how tall is he how tall is he seven foot
0: okay seven even well maybe I mean I guess that you're dreaming on that you, you know if you're the GM and
1: you're like let's do this uh do you know how much he weighs gotta be like 180 <laughs> He listed at one ninety five. Oh no. Oh no. Seven foot
0: one. Yeah. Like that's so skinny. I mean, you're just like, I'm not imagining him going against Embiid or Jokic or, you know, some of these other these centers. I mean, it's just, there's like, just no way like
1: he's got to play forward position.
0: Yeah. Is it drew Timmy on Gonzaga? That guy, that guy's a good player, you know, probably more of a college player, but he can really play. I, I love his style.
1: Totally. I'd be surprised if he makes it in the NBA, but, but yeah,
0: kind of like a All, guy you root for, assistant. um, you know, uh, yeah, Purdue has a guy like that too, uh, Trevion Williams. The kind of like reminds me of Timmy. Like, probably not an NBA player. Doesn't have that that level athleticism, but he's a
1: really good player. So, I'm I'm ninety, I'd say ninety three and a half percent sure that's DeWan Blair. That and he just got a, a whole new identity. <laughs> and he's he's out there playing as this dude because it looks a lot like him. This dude looks old, so. I know DeJuan Blair when I see him. I was
0: watching the end of my girlfriend. She was like, how old is that guy? I'm like, I think he's like 21. She was like, no. <laughs> I'm like,
1: I was like, he's in college. She's like, I don't think so. You know, I do that a lot during college sports now. I'm just, I look at these guys. I'm like, I was like, maybe he's not, he's not he's traditional. Uh, you
0: know, maybe he's a non-traditional student or something. No, he's, yeah, he says he's 21.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's definitely looking crazier and crazier, I guess. Uh, maybe that's just a sign we're getting old. My last takeaway from the tournament is just, it's back.
0: I just love having it back. I mean, I know they, they the two years ago, they had to cancel it entirely. Heartbreaker. Last year, I guess they had it, but I have like no memories of last year's tournament. I, maybe it was just like very subdued because there's no fans. Uh, I remember like Baylor winning. And I kind of like remember the ultra highlights, but I don't remember being this into the opening weekend. Like I was glued to the couch. I was, I was so, in, I haven't been this into a sporting event in like a, a couple of years, like three years, probably since the last tournament.
1: I definitely remember it. And the reason is it was my biggest sports gambling win of all time. I won a big bracket pool. Ooh, you took down the big pool. Yep. Ezra's Ezra's buddy. Uh, I won that one. I had Baylor winning it and it was like over $3,000 for the nice the nice win, which... i had
0: baylor winning last year um because our buddy uh one of our buddies is a coach on the baylor team so i was like rooting for him and just like all right let's do this uh but i you that was kind of like I, I don't too, know right what's that
1: you must have won the pool you were in too, if you had mm, baylor, no right? such luck yeah no, no such luck i got sure. like fourth or something mm.
0: yeah it was a good run good run
1: well switching over to the nba there were some Early season darlings this year that we talked about, and a lot of people talked about the Bulls earlier in the year were looking great. They have, you know, the new additions, new look Bulls, DeRozan playing at a MVP ish level. But when we look at the standings now, with I don't know, 10 or so games left, they're just barely in the mix to avoid the playoff tournament. They're in fifth place, but only two and a half games ahead of seventh. So after all that talk mm-hmm. at the end of the year, the, the Bulls maybe be in a, you know, one seed. Uh, at, 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 there was a moment uh, they could they could be six or seven. So that's kind of crazy. And then Cavs, you know, same kind of story. They were the darling. Everyone was like really excited to see them. They're only one game uh, above seven. So they're in six right now. You know, a couple of a couple of things go against them and, and they're in the play in tournament. That would that'd be a bummer. Uh, both of them have had major injuries. So. You know, I I I personally think they're both still, you know, legitimate uh, squads. It wasn't a, a fraudulent thing, but big time injuries, and yeah, now if they have to play in the playing tournament, that just always changes things. Beginning of the season, a lot of people were talking about wizards, uh, title <laughs> contenders. <laughs> it was <laughs> title contenders. Basically everywhere I looked, it was wizards this, wizards that probably the you know, the best team in the league, that kind of thing. And it just wasn't true. It just wasn't there, they're terrible. <laughs> Media they narrative. Maybe media narrative went went wrong. Uh, so that that's, it, it's official. It's in. Wizards are bad.
0: Wizards are so bad. They're five games out of the play-in. They're 30 and 41. I It's amazing to me that at one point they were 500. I only know that because we did the 500 draft. So at some point they were 500. Now they're 30 and 41. At some point the Celtics were 500 and they're 45 and 28. So this is a passing of two ships in the night. They're like, Hey, we're both here. We're the same destination. We're buddies. We're equals. We're co-partners. And then Celtics were like later 45 and 28. I want to give a quick shout out to the bulls and the Cavs. They're still having really good seasons. I mean, the bulls are 42 and 29. The Cavs are 41 and 31, but this is where proponents of the longer season, you know, 162 games in baseball, 82 games in NBA. They're like over time, you can't keep up these random hot starts. And I'm a proponent for going down like 64 games in the NBA. 70 would be cool with me. Uh, but, you know, this is like the cream does rise a little bit. Uh, and the Bulls were overachieving. And so I think this is about the right spot, like five and six. To me, the top four teams are not a surprise. Heat, Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, in some order. You know, it's just funny how after 50 games it can look one way but after like 75 games 70 games it really does seem to even out to where the best teams are kind of except for brooklyn is is kind of still mired
1: well the west we got some some interesting developments as well the t wolves actually look pretty legit they are right there with the nuggets now for the sixth spot so They may even avoid the play-in tournament, which not many people had that one on their bingo card. Nuggets still don't have Murray or or Michael Porter Jr. back. So you know doesn't
0: sound like they're gonna
1: really make it back. Maybe, maybe
0: Porter Jr., but I I think Murray and I I would probably recommend recommend
1: him to do this. I mean, just take
0: the extra offseason. It doesn't sound
1: like he's close, you know. Yeah, so they may end up in the play-in tournament and the Lakers, uh, Keep as we move down the, the standings they're right there <laughs> ninth or 10th even they have basically the same record as the wizards yeah so they may not even make the play-in tournament let alone you know it was already shocking that they were at this low so man i mean the spurs and, and a couple of others don't seem to really want it either so the lakers may just be there by default but wow wouldn't that be an outcome I mean, they still have
0: LeBron. LeBron is like – you know, we talked about it. if LeBron scores 50, they have a chance to win. If LeBron doesn't score 50, they, they don't. Uh, they, they're they befuddling as a team. They have the same record basically within one game of the Wizards. I mean, we just talked about what a disaster the Wizards season has been. So yeah. they're kind of lucky that the bottom of the West is is atrocious and, and these teams are are nowhere close Uh, Might as well keep going down. Sacramento Kings, only five and a half games back of the play-in, with 12 games to go. So let's not count it out. They might go on a hot streak here. Telling me there's a chance. You tell me there's a chance. Okay. Bringing it to the NFL. Let's talk about some major QB changes. And I want to play like who landed the best musical chair here. We had had a a three-way kind of mix and match. Matt Ryan went to the Colts. Carson Wentz went to the Commanders. Do I have that name right? I like the Washington football team. Uh, Matt Ryan the Colts went to the Commanders. And Marcus Mariota to the Falcons. Who do you think ended up with the best QB shuffle?
1: I mean, nothing like a dude threesome to really get things going in the NFL. <laughs> I think Mariota the Falcons is definitely the most surprising. Have they said the intention is for him to be the starter? I mean, he got like two years, that? $18 million or something, so... I mean, good for him. Hopefully it's a a Tannehill resurrection situation, like um, you know, Tannehill. But who I don't know. I haven't seen much out of Marcus Mariota to make me think he's a, a starting NFL quarterback. He had this um, great
0: half. Like he came in for car, car got injured. <laughs> he had i I been telling you this, it was like an unbelievable sizzle reel for Marcus Mariota. That was I don't last season was the season before. And ah. I'm sold
1: i that was all i need to see i, went to the I, I think the falcons game. got the best quarterback i do remember that game maybe i i hope so uh, i'd be Wentz. most excited as a falcons fan yeah Wentz. Uh, who can be excited about that and then that's number three those bizarre uh pictures with his letter jacket on like what was that about there's the whole like they're made for each other so i think you know that that kind of fits that he's on that team but man i can't imagine you know Carson Carson Wentz might be out of the NFL in like two years I mean it seems like it I, I don't know what I you know, I don't know enough about him to really know what it is other than he refuses to throw the ball away and like he's always like trying to make a play but in the worst way like he, he won't take a sack or just throw the ball away so he, he, you know, he, he always turns the ball over and it's like dude you're not Randall Cunningham like Just take the sack. Like, just get rid of it. What are you doing? It's like if I'm
0: golfing and I'm like kind of in the in the rough, and I'm like, no, this might work. This might work. This time, this is dude. Just just drop the ball. This is not not gonna work. Bro, I I got this, bro. I got the dude. This never works. Like, that's Carson Wentz in the pocket right now. He's like, No man, no, no, I still got you. Like, when was the last time you made a play?
1: It's Uh, like twice a year it works. And he's like, See? (laughs) See? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like. Guys,
0: y'all are forgetting uh, spring 2019 when I totally nailed that one. Remember that that was awesome. That was awesome. So I I, I don't know. We'll see. We we kind of talked about how there's probably going to be a lot of QB movement. We thought it'd be at the top. Russell Wilson did move, but Rodgers ended up staying. Brady ended up staying. But Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, just a little breath of fresh air. Give me Marcus Mariota. I think I, I think the Falcons got the best one. What do you think about this Watson to the Browns? I mean, they gave up a lot. Three first round picks. You
1: yeah, know, they gave up a lot and had to, apparently had to give him the biggest guaranteed contract in NFL history even though he was already on a very large contract so yeah i mean it's compounding that they had to give up those picks plus this enormous new contract but 5 years right it's like uh, and it doesn't sound i mean i guess there was that level of competition where other teams bidding that high yeah i mean it just seems nuts
0: I- I I just like, I don't like the vibes, you know, I, I I was surprised that Watson had no trade. So he, he like kind of chose to go there. Yeah. Uh, Maybe because they're willing to give him the contract, but I kind of thought he's going to end up on the saints or the Falcons. I don't know. He's from Atlanta. So I don't know. It kind of made sense, but I'm glad that, you know, my favorite team didn't trade for him as talented as he is. It just feels strange. I haven't heard anything like contrition. Maybe they, maybe they're like trying to avoid that for legal reasons, but eh, I, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing kind of.
1: It definitely feels weird. I'm, I'm pretty out on the Browns. I, I tried getting mine them for a few years there. It was fun, but man, uh, they are just, they are Browning it up.
0: Let's talk to uh, let's talk about one other person who's totally shit in the bed. <laughs> Urban Meyer.
1: <laughs> what do you want to tell us about Urban Meyer? Shitting the bed. That is life. Urban Meyer. Disaster. Definitely shit the NFL bed after uh, telling people he did some extensive six month deep dive where he interviewed his former players from Florida and Ohio State. I just saw that today. Like that was his story that he did like this deep due diligence before taking the job. He's well, an atrocious narcissist. I have no idea how he's successful at the
0: college level. I mean, there's he had no chance of being
1: successful at the NFL level. It, it is it is definitely a quandary. But I am on the fence about the news that came out this week. That of course he was creating a toxic culture. And of course he's a dumbass. We all know these things. But there were some specific quotes. One that I literally laughed out loud was supposedly he said, "Who's this number ninety nine guy on the Rams? I heard he might be trouble for us, or something like that." Who? It's Aaron Donald. Like the best. This, this
0: guy can play. Like he's like me watching Jaden Ivey.
1: I'm like for yeah, the He was like time asking him another or coach or something. He's like, like hey, he's this like, guy can play. He's like, hey, I, I heard 99 someone we need to watch out for or something like that, which on one hand, I'm like, that sounds exactly like something Urban Meyer would say. And on the other, I'm like, even the biggest dumbass, surely he knew Aaron Donald was, right? Like, this has to be embellished. You're asking a lot because
0: for him to know guys on the other team because he didn't actually even know his own running backs. You know, they're like, Hey, did a so-and-so plays? Like, yeah, I think so. I think so.
1: Yeah. We no, got him. A no
0: snaps. No snaps. Yeah. We have, we have some work. So asking him to learn players on the other team too, uh, you know,
1: way, way too much. You, you know,
0: he's like, you're really overextending
1: me here guys. What a guy. Well, the last piece I have on the NFL is this Packers situation. So, they franchise tag Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams says, "Uh, no." Then they go spend all their money to get Aaron Rodgers back, and then trade a cool
0: fifty mil.
1: Yeah, and then trade Devonte Adams for what? What did they get from second? I'm not sure. I mean, it, I two first maybe. Was it what, Whatever it is, it's it's the best receiver in the NFL in his prime, and you have a quarterback that at most has three good seasons left in him and now he has nobody to throw it to. I mean, that's always been the thing with Rogers is who are his receivers? I mean, yeah, he's had Devontae Adams, who's amazing, but the rest of the guys in the squad have done nothing. There were years where he just all, you know, always these number two and three receivers on the Packers are these no name guys. So I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, they've got great running backs, but who's he going to throw it to?
0: It's really confounding how they like would not let Rogers go, but they let Adams go. I mean, the reports are that Adams wanted to leave, so like he's just always wanted to play for the Raiders. Like apparently, the Packers offered him more money than hmm. than he even got from the Raiders. He just didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, it's just like what's going on? You got your why are your top players wanting to leave? You
1: know, it's well, very rare.
0: Rogers, uh, like I would think, going from Rogers to Carr. I mean, what do, what are we talking? This is like Ferrari to Buick or
1: something when I can't believe Rogers would agree to come back without the contingency that Adams is also there. Like, I mean, did he know this was going to happen? Did this surprise him? Is he really okay? Not having a star receiver. Like if I were him, he would, he had all the leverage. He could have said, you know, almost like a sign and trade type of thing. Like I'll sign after he signs and you know, who knows if they could have got it done that way, but it's like, i mean i know rogers is awesome but marquez valdes gantling that's your guy or- <laughs> jordy nelson guys?
0: can you bring jordy nelson back is it, too late? Yeah. is it too late uh the packers got a first and a second for Devontae, so I- i'm sure they'll use those picks on like a defensive back and Rodgers
1: a- rogers will go crazy. well it's better than david johnson i'll give him that quick break to hear a word from our sponsor Today's show
0: is brought to you by Donnie's Delusions On Demand. Everybody has bright ideas, but too often those ideas get squashed by the haters and the naysayers, people coming at you with their realism. More like haterism, that's where Donnie's Delusions On Demand comes in. Donnie's Delusions On Demand offers you immediate positive feedback on all of your ideas, no matter how terrible they are. Got a new invention you're cooking up? Donnie loves it. He'd use it every day. Thinking about asking Naomi Campbell if she'd like to go to dinner? Donnie's on the spot with a restaurant recommendation. Thinking of quitting your job to become an architect? Donnie thinks you're on the path to building something spectacular. Get rid of all the naysayers in your life. Make room for someone who doesn't consider the consequences of your actions. Donnie's delusions on demand, the finest in unthinking support sincerity. Give Donnie a call today.
1: Donnie's delusions on demand. Now you can pay for delusion confirmation just like the celebrities do. Bring on the bets. These bets are so necessary. Everybody go and grab your debit card. All right, I'll go first. Best bets of the week Arizona against Houston in the NCAA tournament. They are one and a half point favorites. I know Houston's good, but one of the three or so games I saw this year was Arizona, and they looked awesome against UCLA in the Pac-12 tournament, and that's all I need to see after that game. I was like, Arizona's the best team in the country, so (laughs) I think they are going to take Houston by, you know, let's call it five points. Well, I know you were
0: parasailing off the hills of Uruguay last week, so maybe you didn't hear me pick houston 28 to 1 is my favorite long shot bet of the tournament so i'm on the other side of this one give me houston plus one and a half what what a gift what a gift houston's gonna win by seven I uh, mean, is, is almost is, a home
1: game for them that that plays into it it's okay
0: okay yeah talk me into it even more yeah yeah encourage me I, I don't need any uh yeah put some more on there houston to me is just like I, you know arizona's obviously tough but they were just undervalued i mean 28 to one, it's down to 10 to one right now, you know, just, just one week ago today, it was 28 to one. So, uh, you know, they they are a legitimately good team. All right. right, Give me, I'm going to take UCLA minus three and a half versus North Carolina. My two teams this year, my bracket has UCLA in the final Houston, the final, I got one version with UCLA winning. I got one version with Houston winning. If those two teams make the final, I'll be telling a story about winning a, a big pool you know, in next year's <laughs> remembrance, uh, thinking back pod. So give me the UCLA. Maybe this is me just wishful thinking, but I think they look really good. The path has opened up with uh, UNC beating Baylor. So I, I kind of like UCLA to to keep the momentum going.
1: Speaking of momentum. St. Peter's getting no love as a 15 seed against Purdue. They're getting 12 and a half points. And totally. Seems like the way to go, man. They're playing tough. I mean, of course, course absolutely. a lot. Everyone would be shocked if, if they can keep this up. But yeah, I mean, they, they've proved enough that they can, you know, keep a game close. So I'll take it. And why not root for St. Peter's? I mean, you know, they've got the classic white kid with a mustache thing going. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the really. Adam Morrison. Yeah, Adam Morrison, but he's even more like regular looking because he's just. He's like six foot, you know, he, he, if you saw that guy on the street, you would not think he was balling in the NCAA tournament.
0: <laughs> You're like, that guy's in my uh, chemistry class. Yeah, like <laughs> He's, a, he's I, an athlete. He plays I, for the basketball team. I just smoked a joy with that guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Give me Texas tech minus one versus Duke. It's a three versus two, but I think tech is the better team here. One point doesn't deter me at all. Duke, good run, way to go, way to not get embarrassed in the first two rounds. But I, I just like this tech team and I think tech versus Gonzaga will be a good match on the second day.
1: Yeah, I'm always down to see Duke lose. So I hope you're right.
0: Uh you got any more here? I got a couple. Give me who do you like? Michigan plus five versus Villanova. Give me Michigan here. I right? Villanova, I grew up in Philadelphia. So I'd be happy if they won. But I kind of like give me the points. I think this is a pretty even matchup. Five seems like a lot.
1: Yeah, that, that was the only two I had on my list. I would go Villanova and not one them. Okay. I, I could
0: I could see that. It's the five, you know, it's it's a tentative endorsement for me to just take the points. And Kansas minus seven and a half at Providence. That's the other one that struck out to me. Uh, I've been trying to bet against Providence the entire tournament. I had them losing in the first round, I had them losing in the second round. <laughs> they, you know, I had Iowa beating Kansas in this game in my pool. That was a disaster. Uh, that's the one that's uh, wrecking me right now. But minus seven and a half, I, you know, I do think Kansas is good. But the bet I like is Kansas plus 275 to make the final four. Auburn's out of that bracket. Iowa's out of that bracket. I just think it's, it's a pretty easy path. Give me the plus 275.
1: Yeah, I like that, plus 275. I, I wasn't a big Kansas believer coming into the tournament, but I, I also had read that Providence was overrated. Shows how much these experts know. So I, 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 plus 275 to make it out of that region seems like solid odds.
0: That seems pretty good to me. Yeah, and Big 12 has been showing out so far in the tournament. Uh, SEC, of course, in the tank relative to this year Uh, i got a couple hail marys and then we'll let you do yours so i talked about houston 28 to 1 i still like them at 10 to 1 and ucla 14 to 1 now they started at 18 to 1 so not as much juice for whatever a lot of people feel in this houston team maybe because arizona struggled
1: against tcu
0: give us your hail mary
1: for some reason i think this is interesting in the nba around the the playing tournament you know a lot of people aren't fans of it and and i definitely understand that if your team is seventh or eighth seed and they have to go play the ninth and 10th to, to determine if they make the playoffs, it is kind of dumb. Like I, I see both sides of it. You play the whole season to get a playoff spot. Or the in NBA the, tournament or the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I see both sides of it, but I, I am, you know, still kind of infatuated with seeing who's going to make it and who's not having two more teams in the mix with those nine and 10 seeds. So uh, I was looking at some, some Hail Marys and saw that the Blazers for some reason are 50 to one to play in the play in tournament. And they're two or two and a half games away from not happening at the moment. So I don't know why the the odds are are so long, but Hey, I mean, who knows, right? You only have to win a few games and have, have the Lakers or, or somebody else lose a couple and it could happen so give me 50 to one on the blazers to 50 to one to make the play in
0: and they're only oh, two yeah. and a half games back i mean that does seem like kind of salty
1: like i, I i'm
0: interested i'm interested yeah
1: but then it's like they must know something I the, mean- the
0: flip side is the blazers have no interest in winning
1: they are no. sitting
0: all their best players they're 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 kind of going there i mean they're definitely tanking you know let's call it what it is so they're they're trying to get in as far down the list as they can so that the, the team not wanting to go is it's a factor is a factor probably. Um, but 50 to one, I mean, it, you know, it could still happen. Sometimes like you Anthony,
1: accidentally win games.
0: Anthony Simon was like really good. Um, and they, they shut him down. <laughs> They're like, whoa, 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 oh, whoa. They did shut him down. Yeah, well, I I don't know about for the whole season, but I mean, there's yeah. only 12 games left. He's, he's been out for like a week or two. So I, I'm just smelling a shutdown.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it seems like a, all right. Place those bets, cash those checks, bring on the crystal ball. Crystal
1: ball. ball. Take a look. Can we
0: get a double digit seed in the final four? This is what I want to see this week. Dante Tournaments, it's crazy it feels like it goes on forever. It's really just three weekends <laughs> and we're already down to 16 teams. I and mean, we started at 64 already down to 16. So at the end of this week, we'll be down to four. It's, just, it's crazy. Can we get a double digit seat? We got some contenders. We got Michigan, the eleven seed. We got Miami as a 10, Iowa state as an 11 and America's darling St. Peter's as a 15. Like I don't know. Can one of these teams get in, you know, they got to win two more games. I don't know. I mean, it feels like maybe we feel like we have some contenders this year.
1: I'm rooting for Iowa state. I have That'd them be believe it or not in a final four in one of my brackets. So if that happens. I, I'm in, I'm in good shape on that front. So, Hey, I mean, apparently, uh, apparently I'm a Cyclones fan. Let's go. It's a,
0: this is like a rip up your brackets
1: roof for the underdogs. I don't know if you ever get, you know, unless you have them winning,
0: I'm, I'm like, I'm just always rooting for the underdog. So let's see it. I think, I think going to be going to be great. All right. What do you got for crystal ball?
1: A couple of themes I, I pulled out of the 16 are states. So it's, uh, let, me, let me do the math here 13 different states represented. All the right. I, in the 16. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. In the 16 <laughs> I was like, that's really not that good. So only two states have two schools. Everyone else, all the <laughs> okay. others are one state school. Okay. So two from Texas and two from North Carolina Ooh, all right. have have made the sweet 16. So will we have a Texas school? Obviously Baylor won it last year. Now it's Houston and Texas tech playing on North Carolina has the university of North Carolina. And also. hmm Duke is that other one? Duke. No. Yeah. <laughs> is it in the notes? Duke. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> I like it. You're like, I hate that team. Screw that team. I, yeah, I already forgot. I just assumed they lost, but <laughs> yeah, so you know that that'll be kind of a, it's like a
0: wishful thinking
1: type type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully, obviously, North Carolina uh, as a state always has uh, teams in the Final Four. It seems one of good the college top. basketball state. Yeah, North Carolina top, one of the top. top.
0: No, no denying that. Yeah, and apparently, I I haven't been to that region, but apparently, those schools are really close to each other, and that just only adds to the uh, to the allure. Whereas, like in Texas, you know, like Tech and Houston are maybe seven hours apart you know uh, so, very okay. far
1: apart yeah. Very, yeah very far apart
0: but I like this battle of the states Uh you know I don't know it's gonna be fun if we get like two of those teams in the final four that would also be a lot of fun and that's our show thanks for being here thanks for being you thanks for listening and until we speak again stay jinxed
1: be sure to tune in next week when we discuss the time Noah saw Lady Gaga at the airport not that you want
0: Oh, this is going to be like the time you said Michael Jackson used your bathroom. Okay, okay, he didn't.
1: Michael Jackson didn't use my bathroom. But
0: his Let's sister did. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah,
1: that's an all-time. I just watched
0: Goonies like a two-weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it holds up, man. It's, it's still really good. Yeah, I need to do that. Highly recommend. I think it's
1: on HBO or something.